I work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone. 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheelers, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Matt, you seem to have the giggles. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Mello is mouthing everything you say, and I'm sitting so close to him that I can hear it all. And I'm, I was, I'm practicing. Amazing. Maybe. Amazing. I'm sorry. Maybe we'll get Mello to do the ad read once a week. When I lose my voice to Mobile, Mello will be able to, to stand in. <laughs> Matt is sitting here dying of a heart attack. Right. I will be able to do the ad read. Exactly. We got to get paid. Uh, speaking <laughs> of, we got to get paid. You got to get shaved. Manscaped is uh, tentatively sponsoring this show. I'm just going to be honest with our listeners. We love you guys. Uh, we would love for you to buy something from them. It helps us. Okay. Use the code two guys 20. You get 20% off. My stuff came in today. We're in the undies right now. They're really comfortable. They're so Literally. soft. Not going to lie they're to you. So they're so soft. Not going to lie to you. I've worn them. So, <laughs> yeah. and they're for dudes. So, right. I think they're unisex. You know what? They're for people who want to be comfortable. I'm very comfortable right now. Two guys, 20, and we will be giving away the lawnmower 3.0. Very excited to do that. Uh, check out our Instagram at two guys, a girl pod, and you can see a photo of this amazing uh, ball kit. It's just, it's the best. It is. It is. That's a true testament too. Yeah. Really is. No nicks. No cuts. Wonderful. No burns. Can a ball kit be the tits? Cause this one is. Ooh, yeah. My ball. I like that. Right. right. And all the ladies said, thank you, Mellow. After I got him out of my ex-wife's purse, it was, it was great. <laughs> got him back, right? <laughs> oh, that's so funny, but that's so true. true. Um, Senior Bowl will be here very, very soon, guys. We are excited to be there. Uh, we will be covering it live. Uh, and we're very fortunate. Not very many people are going to do this this year. We'll be doing the podcast from Mobile. We'll be breaking down the uh, prospects, the players. We'll be breaking down all the news, the rumors. And we are hosting two nights of socially responsible meetups at Draft Picks Tap Room, 7.30 on Tuesday and Wednesday of Senior Bowl week. Our great friends at Boulevard Brewing Company, these people right here, are sending down cans of unfiltered wheat and Tank 7, their two most popular beers, because the bar we've chosen doesn't sell Boulevard. Boulevard was not deterred. They said, we are sending beer for you. We'll also have plenty of things to give away. So you definitely want to stop by if you're going to be in Mobile. Uh, for any reason, whether you live there or you're there for the Senior Bowl, please come out. Like I've been saying, y'all, it's been almost a year. You know the drill. If you don't feel well, don't come. If you do come, please wear a mask. Uh, if you're not drinking something, and we're going to do our best to stay outside and, and just spread out so that we can have a good time. I think you hit it all. Thank you. I'm getting pretty good at the warnings. The you know, You're getting so good at the spiel and shortening it and making it compact. I appreciate that. Right. I really like the guys we've been doing this thing. I actually... Um, where did I hear that? I was on a prison tour in South Carolina. And that's what the tour guide said. He was like, guys, we've been doing this. You know the deal. I was like, oh, I'm going to use that. I like that a lot. This is not new. I'm Sean McVay. I steal things from other people who do it better than me and then pass it off as my own. Shots fired early in the show. I He's feisty today. I, I love Sean McVay. I am feisty today. It's going to be a good show. Uh, so the, there's the news and notes. We are still struggling with a hashtag. Mello has curated some of our favorites. And we go ahead. These are the ones that we've come up with. I'm, I really appreciate the work and the effort that all of our listeners have put into this thing. 
because we have definitely been struggling with it too. A couple of the favorites that I saw um, are hashtag paging two guys. I do like that one. Paging spelled. I I love that one. I don't know why we haven't just chosen that one. Paging two guys, but I'd rather do the number two than the the number or the two. Oh, we had this we had this struggle when we first started. Written out two as opposed to the number two. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, another one that we have is hashtag cover three. Because there's three of I us. I like that. Myself, Matt, and I thought Dave. they were just Seahawks fans. Okay. Cover three. Okay. That's not too bad. Uh, another one trips right. Mm. Like correct. Okay. Yeah. Three of them. Yes. Uh, then an, another original one was read them and wheat. Like I still like that. Wheat. Wheat. That's my so, favorite one. So is it between the paging two guys and the read them and wheat? It, it is for me. Okay, then let's so we should do know. let's do a Twitter poll and see what people decide. I think we should let the the people speak on this one. We're going to be using. There was also the one from our buddy Mason Whitlock who was like hashtag whatever your hashtag is going to be. <laughs> That's kind it's of long, but I did like that. But I, I think that we can probably put these two up on a poll. Maybe we'll do that tonight or tomorrow morning when people are listening to this and give them the opportunity sound off hear what they have to say i like it we got to do something because we want you guys to send in your questions uh we want you to and we have a just the tip segment you can just do hashtag just the tip for those but when you have other questions we want you to say i don't know maybe it should be your sports related questions your sports related questions there it is so uh, let's just get into the show before i say something that gets us all fired from a company that we created uh (laughs) hey i am the hr right yeah that's right we decided mel's in charge of hr by the way everyone so send your complaints to him from my own podcast (laughs) turns out yes kind (laughs) of happened last time (laughs) one for one right uh so alabama won the national championship and one conversation that came out of that it's not could they beat the new york jets I mean, it might be a game. It is, could they beat 2019 LSU? And I love these conversations because it just shows us how short people's attention span is and that we have terrible memories and that we, whatever we've seen most recently is the best. Recency bias is a very real thing in sports and apparently Oscar awards. I'm still pissed off about Shawshank Redemption. So I look at this and maybe I'm wrong. I think 2019 LSU whips 2020 Alabama, and I would say I would set the spread six and a half. I think I think they beat them by seven points. I I don't understand this at all, honestly. It, it actually kind of irritates me. This was a very good Alabama team, like historically good. All these players were on the team last year, though. It's not <laughs> like they went out in free agency yeah. and like, hey, we got a fucking quarterback now. Look out, LSU. No, they had a better quarterback last year. Yeah, two more receivers. A left tackle. We actually played right tackle, but very important tackle. Numerous defensive players. It's no question. This LSU team from 2019 beat this Alabama team. They, and I like they were more dominant this year. They weren't better. It's like I don't know about the rest of our listeners or you guys, but like when I graduated high school and we look back at that football team, we're like, these guys fucking suck. Like, right. but they won more games than we did. <laughs> but we were also kind of like bitter and like. There's no way. Like our team from last year definitely could beat this team. Doesn't matter about wins, losses. So LSU, like, clearly, clearly beats this Alabama team. Like, I'm sorry, I love them. Like Sark going to Texas. I'm a fan of his now, but Alabama has no shot. I said the spread should be nine and a half, and they're only doing saving a favor. They don't want to piss them off and make a <laughs> double digits. 
Uh, I'm even okay with, I mean, like you get Joe Brady, right? That's really all that matters. Right. Joe okay. Brady, yeah, Joe good. Burrow, all those receivers. No one's opting out. Yeah. I think um, I agree with you guys that I think 2019 LSU would beat 2020 um, Bama. I think in terms of like greatest team, in terms of like players and draft picks and, you know, how good they look and being healthy and all of that, that this year's Bama team is a better team on paper. Like historically, this is probably one of the best Alabama teams we've ever seen. But when you get, when you factor in Joe Brady, you factor in just the the turnaround of Joe Burrow and how they did all of those things. And they beat a very good Clemson team. So I think head to head, yes, I think LSU, but in terms of like skills and people on that team, I do think that Bama had a better roster, if that makes sense. Bama has better has more starters who will be NFL starters. Yes. Than LSU did. Yeah. Like the Bama offensive line better than the LSU offensive line. I, I think that's safe to say. And that's no disrespect to LSU. But as Melo said, we actually saw this game. And LSU won, you know, by with Jerry Judy five points. and Henry Ruggs and Tua. Well, yeah. I think the score was like 45-41. But I'll tell you, it wasn't that close. No. Really? Yeah, halftime that game felt over. Yeah. So I am I really did not expect us to all agree on this one. So I'm glad. Paige being a Bama fan. That's, that's right. the word. But I also, heard. did you think I was going to turn on Joe Burrow ever? Yeah. No. no, I knew <laughs> that you and I would agree. I was, I was more worried about this guy okay. over here. Uh, like I said, like I was rooting for Alabama this year, but like, yeah, come on. Like, I know that it's like a slow day on a Tuesday. Like, what are you going to talk about in college football world? So you have to do this, but it's just, it's a stupid argument. And I saw so many people doing it. Like, I think it was actually ESPN that put it out or it could have been or, or somebody else. I don't know, but it's, it's just, report. <laughs> hey, 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 as someone who's in charge of that coverage, I know that that didn't happen. So no, I, just, I think it was actually ESPN and Fox Sports. Thank you. Get it correct. Um, yeah. uh, VR's college football coverage is fantastic. I love the editor they have over there. Yeah. And Adam Kramer, one of the best <laughs> college football writers in the entire world. So there. Yeah, See? heard of him. Plugged you. There you go. Everybody's happy. Uh, let me tell you who's not happy. Folks in Chicago, because they are keeping Matt Nagy a head coach. They're keeping Ryan Pace the general manager. I actually was doing some radio in Chicago today, and they were asking me, uh, do you think we could trade for Deshaun Watson? And I started, I actually literally started laughing. It's like you, Ryan Pace wouldn't even talk to Deshaun Watson before the draft. You really think Deshaun's got away with no trade clause to come play for you guys? Hell no. And the, so then I asked because I really like pissing people off. I said, Ooh, you guys should offer Mitch Trubisky and Adam Shaheen for Deshaun Watson because that's what they got in that draft when they traded up crickets on the air in Chicago. They were, it wasn't that funny. You I didn't think your joke was funny. I think that joke's so funny. I told it twice today just to see <laughs> if it was funny. Uh, but the Bears are just. Hashtag run it back. <laughs> a little different, but they are sticking with these guys. I've told this to Mello. I'll say it again. I This is a notoriously cheap franchise. They just don't want to pay out these contracts. That's what it comes down to. And I think that that's what it is. They're giving these guys another year. I wouldn't even be surprised if they bring back Mitch Trubisky and they do hashtag run it back. Let's see what happens for one more year. But I wouldn't feel very confident. Like if you're a Bears fan, and I've actually had a couple of them in my DMs, I mean, like, there's no way this actually sticks, right? Like, this is a one-year thing. That's kind of where I'm leaning at, too. Like, they give them one more year, see if maybe they can catch lightning in a bottle. Like, you don't want to fire a coach who just got your team to the playoffs. So, playoffs. maybe, maybe they just bring them back for a year. But I, I wouldn't feel good about it if I was a Bears fan. Yeah. 
I sort of appreciate this move. I know it's not the smartest, but I appreciate it in the sense of like, I feel like guys are fired left and right and not given time. And I say this about college programs specifically, but I think in the NFL, it's the same way um, because you have fan bases that are so incredibly vocal and frustrated. Um, But I sort of respect the move of like, okay, we did make it there. So let's, let's give them another time to try it again and see what can happen. Um, Yeah, exactly. So it, it is, I get it because also the headache of going through change and all of that is tough. Um, but I, I, I don't think it's going to work out. No, no. It's like when a couple goes to counseling and they announce they're going to stay together. And yes. Like, oh, good for you guys. And then you're like, you get in the car after and you're like, that ain't going to fucking work. You're like, that's not, yeah. therapy's not like, going to do it. So right? you look at like your significant other that like your relationship's like two months behind theirs. And you're like, yeah, that ain't going to fucking work. We'll and as a friend group, like if it's not, yeah. you, you see it falling apart. You're like, yeah, they, I give them about another year. Oh, yeah. tops. They, they hate each other. It's not going to work. You know, they missed on that quarterback. That really hurt. Right. right? Yeah. Right. The quarterback was in the beginning of the end. You guys. Right. It's like the missing on Mitchell Trubisky was their version of he was liking some supermodels photos on Instagram. You know, it's like, oh shit, that's when it was over, right then. Did he re-add his like scrollphone on Facebook? You know, that's missing on Mitchell Oh, he has an attractive coworker. Oh, right. What would that be like? Hey, rude. <laughs> Transitioning away from me picking on page today. The Miami Dolphins uh, against Tua, apparently. A lot of Dolphins players. Um, anonymously were quoted in a piece where they basically said that they were preferring Ryan Fitzpatrick in week 17. Uh, he was unavailable due to COVID uh, contact tracing. So Tua had to play after being benched the week before. And a lot of Dolphins players were really uh, anonymously vocal about the fact that they preferred Fitz magic. I don't read too much into this guys. I don't know how you feel. I think that this is a classic. We wanted him for this game because we needed to win it because our playoff hopes were on the line versus we don't believe two is the guy long-term. What's more interesting to me is that this came out now when there's so much smoke and talk about maybe the Dolphins try to trade for Deshaun Watson if he does force his way out of Houston. They are without a doubt the team who has the best assets to make that happen. So it almost feels like anytime something like this comes out, I try to think about what the agenda is. It really feels like they're almost trying to poison Tua and Miami and they're trying to, they're not trying. Uh, the Texans are doing a damn good job of it that situation is getting poisoned as well. So it's almost like these two people who just need to switch places, let's, you know, call some controversy in each of their spots. Yeah. I mean, it's a relationship thing all over again. Like you're, you're finding the flaws in your significant other at this yeah. point. And like, yeah. What else is out there? And I think that's what it is. And, you know, with these guys that are dolphins, they were right there to get into the playoffs and the rookie quarterback had struggled. So you probably did want the veteran guy. I mean, they wouldn't be saying this if he went out there and shit the bed because he's still Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, you don't know what you're getting there. I, I think that if there were no Deshaun Watson talks going on, if there just wasn't a rumor, it wasn't a possibility, they would be singing to his praises. Well, and sorry, Paige, not to cut you off, but I also think if they didn't have the number three pick that they got from Houston, yep. if the Dolphins didn't have that pick for Laramie Tunsil, mm-hmm. this would not be a conversation. It is because there's the number three pick. But I'm here to tell you, none of these quarterbacks in this class, other than Trevor Lawrence, would rate higher than two did last year. Yeah. Not one of them. I think two. And, like, I know one of them will probably go number two overall, but Tua would have went in that spot if he were in this draft class. That's my belief. Uh, gun to your head. Yeah. Who goes number two overall? Wilson. Wait. Gun to your head. <laughs> On YouTube, you got to see that. Uh, I think it's Zach Wilson as well. I, yeah, I do. He's just got the live arm. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. 
I mean, I think with the Dolphins, we've seen this sort of with the Eagles too. Like the whole team played better when Jalen Hurts was playing. And I wonder if that would be the case. Um, Not that they wouldn't, like if Tua was their guy, not that they wouldn't get up for Tua. But I do think that like, if they had the choice, it might be Deshaun Watson, if that is already sort of in their head. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't just like sweep this under the rug. It's like a, Hey, this is just a, they wanted the veteran guy. This might be like a, Hey, they're not going to play to their full potential. And like team chemistry is important. And that is part of it. Um, If they don't really believe in this guy, that could be a a bad situation. Um, The start of a really bad situation. Our chairs are so close together that when you turn, it pushes me in. Like on YouTube, you can see me just, Pushed away from the camera, right? right? It's like we're three years old. People are already probably like, why are these guys sitting next to us? We're working on building a studio. Okay. Leave us alone. Leave us work in progress. Sounds Uh, like that's an insecurity, guys. Let's let's relax. The people haven't said anything. We're brothers. It's fine. Yeah. Too much hotness in one box. Right. That's what she said. (laughs) We're just gonna let that one hang out there for just a second. Okay. Oh Lord. (laughs) What is the mood today? I blame myself for Mello's mood. I came yeah. in with a lot of energy today, and that's not normal. He and was it, thanking people. I was being nice today. Appreciate you guys it. are like all over the place today. You've got like shiny object syndrome. I'm like, oh, wait, by the way, oh, wait. We are. I'm trying to stick to the rundown. Uh, the NBA has banned the tapping of hands at the free throw line. They've also banned pre and post game interactions. And let me tell you, thank you, God, because the last thing I need to see is 17 people dabbing it up after you missed a free throw nobody cares lebron get back to the line like stop it's bad enough that you have to do the thing where you like wave to your kids and like dribble the ball 13 times who's that jason Kidd? yeah like oh I'm living okay it's sweet it was funny the, like it's a good story the first time and i understand routine i truly do basketball stoppages are terrible like this is a game that should be fast-paced like we don't need this if you need to catch your breath zion sit on the bench okay you don't need to clap hands with everybody on your fucking team in between every free throw. This actually irks me so bad. And it's worse in person than it is on TV. It's terrible. Uh, 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 uh. Like they walk back to the fucking half court and shake that guy's hand. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. I'm done. That's pretty much my feeling too. And I think that Paige has a different opinion. I do have a different opinion. I think it's just part of it. Like that's like it, when you tap a guy on the butt, in football like i think it's just a normal action like some guys too like wipe their hands on their their shoes and a lot of like young kids do that uh they do that even when they don't need to like dry their hands um but i just think it's it's a like little nuance of the game that it i understand the covid precautions let me start there i should have started there um i understand the covid precautions but i think when things get back to normal like the high five is just like a natural reaction just like a normal thing you do and I don't see anything wrong with it. It doesn't delay the game or slow it down. That's more of the timeouts. That's more the timeouts allowed in basketball. There should be less. Like they should not have seven timeouts. Okay. Or how many it is. I don't know. Cause I don't watch basketball. I think the minutes. real problem is that they just save them for the last two minutes. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I got five. All right. I'll use them. The right? last two minutes are, are like um, when a girl says she's like almost ready. That's what the last two minutes of a basketball yeah. game are like. Yeah. My yeah. high school basketball coach, he would always like stay like I will not leave this game with any timeouts in my pocket. I'm using all of them. I don't know if it's like a basketball coach. You can't take them with you. Right. Like (laughs) I know a little bit of basketball, but he would get like pissed. Right. How many timeouts do we have left Two, coach? 
two? I had two left? Are you kidding me? It's like, guy, we got blown out by 45. <laughs> we don't need to stop. It was a running clock. It's okay. But yeah, I guess that's a part of it. But with the hand tapping thing, like, I don't like it either. I don't get it. Do you like, guys like, are you guys against like the butt slapping in, in no, football? Stop it. Right. You just, it, you're not. It you're doesn't not stop anything delaying. either. It missed. It just, you move back, you come back around. It's like in between like drive or in between plays, like guys like dap each other up and then get in the huddle. Like but with that, there's a clock running that says you have 40 seconds before the next play. I understand, but it's not like basketball players are taking 30 seconds to do that. Like it's literally two seconds of stepping forward, high five and getting back to the line. Just so that we're clear that I'm not just anti-basketball. I also hate all the batting glove adjustments and gear adjustments in baseball. Like just you're paid $14 million a year to hit a fucking baseball, stand in that box and hit like swing. Okay. It should not take 13 minutes for your bat. If I can go piss and get a beer at Kaufman and you're still batting, we've got problems. Like I, number one, thank you, Billy Bean for making money ball thing. And now people want to swing 17 times and end at bat. I get wearing down the pitcher. But like, let's not go full Barry Bonds and have to adjust everything we have on us in between every at bat or every swing. You have to be what, comfortable. comfortable. Do they though? I mean, Mickey Mantle played like drunk and high. Like, just swing. Yeah, but the game is That's different swing. now. When men were men, you know. Oh, geez. Good grief. I don't actually believe any of that. Uh, speaking of playing. No, I'm not going to do that. James Harden got traded <laughs> and uh, he's going to Brooklyn. So enjoy the diners and enjoy the uh, dollar uh, places. And I just don't, I don't think it's a good fit at all. I know we don't talk a lot of basketball on the show until today. Jesus Christ. But I, I cannot understand this working from a personality standpoint. I saw someone tweet today and it was really smart. They said that in the NFL, when a players, players are traded, we talk about what this means for the team, the fit, the scheme, you talk about it that way. The X's nose. When a player gets traded in basketball, you think about personalities. Can these people get along? I don't see any way, not just because of James Harden, but because Kyrie Irving, uh, I don't even, he's still not playing. I don't know what he's doing. As of now, he's not. And like James Harden's going to return to this team or join this team before Kyrie Irving's going to be back to it. But I don't know if this is like Kyrie insurance. Like, hey, we don't, we don't really know what's going on. We need to bring in another superstar. I honestly think the Nets without Kyrie Irving might be a better team than the Nets with Kyrie Irving. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I guess it's a good move because you're bringing in an MVP, but these guys are going to butt heads. Like you remember last year with the Rockets when they brought in Russell Westbrook? And everybody's like, oh, man, like right. these two back together. But at the same time, you saw it coming. Like this is just not going to jive well. And so I wonder what it's going to be like with the Nets now. It's going to be exciting to watch if we ever get the three of them on the court at the same time. Yeah, I think um, one of the things that people are talking about is that who's going to have the ball, because a lot of those guys are have to have the ball in their hands to be successful. But I think um, people are forgetting that Kevin Durant played on a team with Steph Curry, who also is just dominant with the ball. But he sort of he didn't take a backseat role. He just adjusted to make it work. And I do think that Kevin Durant and James Harden are both. Um, they've played together before. So I think they will be able to figure that out. And I do think personality wise on paper, it looks really bad. Um, but I think, yes, they are both petty and actually so is Kyrie. They're all three pretty petty. So, um, I, I think, yes, it's a concern, but I actually, this team actually sort of scares me. Like I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. They can actually be really good. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. Wait, what? 
you're a Bucks fan. I know. I saw when we were going to pick who would they come out of the East. I was like, I can't pick against the Bucks. No way. I still feel pretty confident with the Bucks, though. Like, who on this team is guarding Giannis? And I know you can have the argument too, like, well, who's guarding all the guys on the Nets? Somebody. They're going to stand at the top of the key and dribble a lot. So, and the other two are going to just stand around waiting for the ball to be passed to them. But with Giannis, like, no one matches up on him. And they're back. Yeah. Kevin Grant. Yeah. With that. I also they just think it's so interesting that, like, we. Kevin Durant's legacy is always going to be if say they do win a title. Uh, by the way, I don't think they beat the Lakers. Okay, let's just throw that out there now. I don't think that any of these teams beat the Lakers, but I I'd be interesting if they get to the point where maybe they do something happens, someone's hurt, whatever, and they do win a championship like Kyrie or Kevin Durant will have won a, a championship with somebody else who's like an all-star caliber player, like a superstar player. Like he he just would never do it by himself, and so I just think that's sort of interesting. That's not LeBron, okay? It is, I mean it is. He's never won one by himself. He'd have Anthony Davis with the Lakers. I understand, but he didn't have like perennial all stars and superstars on his team in Cleveland. I don't know enough about basketball to dispute that, but I believe <laughs> I've been told that he had someone there who was really good. I mean, he like, had players that were good, like Kevin Love. That's right. Kyrie Irving, yeah, that's what I that's what I was going for. Kyrie was hurt. I don't. I just don't. I'm not a exactly. You, but I'm, I'm just saying. You just hate being, LeBron. Huge fan. Huge fan. I do want to ask this question of our listeners: If the the host of this show, if we were an NBA threesome, which would we be? Would we be the Nets? Are we that petty? Are we enigmatic? Maybe we'd be the Lakers. Maybe I am LeBron. We're both losing our hair. Showtime. We're both 37. We're both very good at what we do. Um, I'm who would. Which super team would we be? Mid nineties Bulls. No, she's Steve Kerr. <laughs> hey, that's an honor. That's an right? honor. How dare you? No, I would say I would say. I mean, you are Steve Kerr. I I feel Steve like Kerr, that's a compliment. Blonde hair. Yeah, short, clutch, blonde hair, reliable, always. Yeah, has some Bay Area connections. Funny as hell. Right. It's Steve? not an insult. It's not. I love Steve Kerr. Yeah, same. Also, I don't know if you guys have seen that um, picture of him in the fur coat, but yes, that's very much my vibe. So if producer Matt could insert that right here, that'd be great. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, you're just talking more years? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, he knows exactly what picture I'm talking about, too. I do. I would love for people to tweet this at us, two guys, girl, pod, or leave it as your Apple podcast review. Like, yeah, let's have some fun. What Which NBA trio are you most like? Yeah. And you know what? It might be the KD era Thunder because... You know, this is fun for a little while. How long are the three of us going to last together? Okay. Pretty smart that, right? So, <laughs> who would be the maybe, first person to leave? Right. That's, maybe that's ours. So, yeah. you just say my name. <laughs> I did. Uh, okay. Let's talk a little NFL playoffs. We have our picks for this weekend Rams at Packers. The Packers are favored by six and a half. It's supposed to be 32 and snowy. And Jared Goff's thumb is, I still don't think he's able to lift that damn thing. I'm not going to get cute with these picks. I'm trying to be right. I'm taking the Packers. Yeah, I actually think the picks are pretty easy, and I see that you guys agree with me. Too. Yeah, I just um, looked at that, too. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> we all picked the same. I, I, I like the story. I'm glad they won last week. That defense is one of the best in the league. This is Lambeau Stadium, where the, it's going to be 32 and snowing, and your quarterback can't grip the football. Like Aaron Rodgers is going to win this game. I don't think it's close. Yeah, 
I picked the Packers too. And I labeled this weekend and said last year was our last weekend was a super wild card. This weekend is favorites weekend because I think we all agree that everybody uh, who is favored is going to win, which I think we do. Except for one bucks at saints. The saints are actually favored by three and I'm taking Tampa Tom to beat the old ass Drew. I love Drew Brees. Sorry, Drew. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. You're amazing. Um, I was thinking of the photo where he looked yeah. so terrible. Thanks to Tom Brady. He looked amazing still. On history channel. I do think the Bucks beat the Saints. I just, I don't trust that Saints offense right now. And the Bucks are playing so, so well. Um, I've got the Bills over the Ravens. I think another thing, cold weather, it's probably a little slushy out there. The Bills are Bill definitely. Mafia, baby. And then, yeah, Pages team. And I'm bandwagoning, so of course I'll win. I am taking the Chiefs over the Browns, which I don't feel great about. And I, I don't, don't either. I, Browns cover, by the way. It's a 10-point spread. I think the Browns cover. And I don't want Melo to put me in a headlock because he's a Chiefs fan. I would not be surprised if the Browns won. I'm just going to say that. I would yeah. not be surprised. So I have those teams picked as well. I think the Bills will win at home. I think the Chiefs will win at home. And I'm going crazy. I think the Bucks are going to upset the Saints uh, because, like you said with Drew Brees, he's just he's aging quickly this season and I know that the Saints beat the Bucks twice this year but I'm confident in that one that the Bucks are a different team and it sucks to say it but with Antonio Brown and the way he's playing that offense is just electric mm-hmm. so I'm taking them I am curious to see uh Paige why you think the Browns would maybe beat the Chiefs I so I'm more so would pick the Saints over picking the Browns but it's mostly just because of momentum and culture like that those kind of things can really take over in a playoff situation. Um, but I honestly, I never, I hear things that you won't find me doing betting against Bama and betting against Pat Mahomes. And so I would not bet against Pat Mahomes. That's why I did take the chiefs, but I am still a little nervous because of what we saw um, last weekend. But yeah, if I had to change one of my picks to change it up, it would definitely be the saints minus three versus the bucks. Yeah. That one's just, it does feel like that would be a close game. Um, and you know, with the Chiefs Browns, yeah, the Chiefs been off two weeks. We got the battle of the Texas Tech quarterbacks. Yeah. Last time these two played, it was pretty damn electric. It's so. all over Twitter. You literally can't log on without seeing the highlights of that game. Oh, which was great, won, right? You did. Yeah. So maybe a different outcome this time. But you know, like Mahomes is as petty as all of us are, maybe more so. He's going to remember that. Say, oh, this kid beat me last time. Okay. And and it's like this one matters more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That one, well, as Kareem Hunt said, this one is personal, right? I've made so many Kareem Hunt jokes this week. None are appropriate, but the jokes are there. If anyone sees my mobile and would like to hear some, I will tell them to you because they're good. Also, I'm still telling my Charles Haley story. If anyone didn't get to hear that at a previous podcast, definitely stop me in person. Still telling it. It feels like there was another one, too. There was. I don't you like to hear yourself talk? That's so strange. I would have never guessed. No, these stories are amazing. <laughs> They have nothing to do with me. I'm just a relayer of information. So, yeah, I do kind of like to hear myself talk. Uh, Okay, let's move on. Random random rankings. This is something new that we're doing where we're just going to rank some random things. There's not a whole lot of news right now. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. We're having some fun. Friday. Maybe you're going to have a watch party uh, over Zoom or something for the playoffs this weekend. So, our random ranking of the week, things to dip. I've been told that I could not say skinny. Uh, nor anything else that might be deemed inappropriate because that was my really original. i i did one sort of inappropriate yeah i see that now um i yeah i'll just stay away from those mellow <laughs> where would you like to go first i think the first one has to be chips and queso 
chips and salsa. Like that's just the goat of dipping. Like when you think of doing it, I, I think it's chips and salsa, chips and queso. That's my number one go-to. When you think of doing it, you think, think of chips and queso. queso. My man's got some fetishes. Okay. okay. Hey, I'm sorry. You're closed-minded, right? Chips and guac chips. is better, but. Oh, get that hot cheese. Yeah. You know, wait, do you call it yellow cheese? I know a lot of people from California do. No. Okay. You just call it like chips and queso. Like nacho cheese? Yeah. I don't call it yellow cheese. Okay. I, when I, when the BR office in San Francisco, when I was going out there a lot, they would always call it like chips and yellow cheese. What? I know. No, not your cheese. Know. Right. Okay. Cheese that isn't yours. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Paige, your number one things to dip. Fries in mustard. Yellow Fire mustard. I this love fries in mustard. I just don't get it. I, I, I don't hate mustard, but it's such a strong taste. Like, how do you it works with you this? Know, honestly though, like I should try it before I knock it because yeah. I've never done it. Tonight. So kudos to you guys and your little mustard fetish. That you yeah, beer have. battered fries and and yellow mustard is literally the best combo there is. She's not wrong. Uh, Mobile well, at our Airbnb, Mello will be getting some fries and mustard. Yep. Where might this happen? Pretty much just go to what is it, Whataburger. Whataburger it's covered in mustard. They love their mustard. I've so never been to Whataburger. We're changing that. Well, and we can love have- mustard. You're going to love it. Yeah. You're going to be like, in and out. What's that? Yeah, there goes the screen. Never. <laughs> Every week. Every week. If anyone has recommendations. We should start placing bets on like the time. How long? Is. Yeah. How long into the podcast it goes off? I reach over here and turn it on. You know what? But you always forget at least it once. <laughs> so my number one thing to dip is soft pretzels. And I think this is an underrated thing. So like soft pretzels in beer cheese, in hot mustard, uh, in Missouri, people like to dip them in ranch. You can dip a soft pretzel in just about anything. And it's we will dip anything in ranch. Yeah, it's a problem here. Interesting. It's a problem. I mean, I like ranch, but I've never dipped a pretzel in it. It's very good. So soft pretzels in ranch, very good. I, I prefer in beer cheese, but it goes they go in anything. I don't know if there's anything I haven't dipped in ranch. <laughs> anything. Well, okay. I'm just going to keep talking. My number two, uh, and this one, uh, it's going to be controversial. Any <laughs> number two for me, hard pretzels. So like pretzels, Whoa. pretzel sticks. <laughs> Big pretzel guy. Right. Uh, so one of my favorite, I don't know if you've ever seen me do this. I really like to take a hard pretzel and dip it in salsa. Like instead of chips and salsa, I'll dip pretzel sticks in salsa and eat it. I've never done or, that either. But then also it's really good peanut butter. Ooh. Um, pretzels and peanut butter are really good. As a yeah. separate thing, not yeah. we're not going peanut butter to salsa. No, 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 no. In your mouth. You know that gets the sauce <laughs> on the pretzel. Yeah, so I never did that. I really do just like pretzels quite a bit. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Um, so hard pretzels, yeah. Peanut butter, it's very, very good. I know uh, people do like white chocolate. I'm not, I don't like chocolate, so that's not an option for me. But it is good. People used to call me white chocolate. Uh, number two for me, things to dip has to be fun dip. It's right there in the name. Like every kid is experienced. But, but can we agree that the like stick that you dip in that tastes disgusting? Yes. Okay. Yes. Definitely does. Yep. Also, I hated that candy because it's such a mess. Oh, like, you're just you're nightmare. a sticky fucking mess. As an adult who has children now, it's like, oh dad, can I get fun dip? Absolutely not. not. <laughs> All over your shirt. No. I That's don't why you gotta go go with baby bottle pops, because those that you just dip it in there and you stick it on the top, and it's way better. It's less of a mess. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
You still dip okay. it in powder. Number two um, for me is one dip, though. All right. My number two is donuts in coffee. You guys, I do not eat donuts without dipping it in coffee. I know it's like a police officer thing, but like I honestly, I love do- dipping donuts in coffee. What kind of donut? Just like a cake, just a cake donut or like you dip it in glazed in there? Um, chocolate old fashions are the best or any maple, maple bar or um, a maple old fashioned. Those are my three go-tos. Donut game strong. Right. I really yeah. do like donuts. I, <laughs> and coffee. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, my number three, cookies and milk or ice cream. And I know I've said I don't like chocolate and I also don't like milk. But if you give me a sleeve of chips ahoy and a glass of two percent milk, I'll see you later. Like that's my I'm set. I don't do it very often because it's horrible for you. Um, also Oreos. I hate Oreos. The only way I will eat one is if I can dip it in milk first. And I have to dip it until like that motherfucker is soggy. Yeah. Right? That's a like, horrible take that you like, hate Oreos. Hard. That's an awful take. It's true. I, I love Oreos. I Oreos and peanut butter is good. It's just so chewy anything you, are you using crunchy peanut butter for these dips you guys do uh no, no. not with creamy i don't like crunchy peanut butter that much i'll eat it but i don't love it different okay mellow oh, extra you're number three all right last one um fries dipped in a frosty from wendy's yes that I think is that a good is one that i didn't discover till i was like 18 19 years old was on a date, went to Wendy's because I'm fancy like that. And she takes the <laughs> lid off. his girl's right. Right? And she starts dipping it in there. And I'm like, well, guess we have to break up because you're a psychopath. <laughs> Which she was, but not because of that. Hey, so yeah, after that, she's like, no, you have to try it. I'm like, no, thanks. Like, that's weird. It's amazing. If you haven't done it, welcome. Uh, try it. Can I one up? Not one up. Can I prove this for you? Yeah. Go to Culver's and dip your fries in a Culver shake because they're the thicker crinkle cut fries. Like, don't give me that flimsy little McDonald's windy shit. Oh, give me like a good really? fry. Culver's has got that down. Um, Culver's is good. I have had Culver's. Um, I will say that um, McDonald's fries in a McFlurry is also pretty good, but I like Oreo McFlurries. So, and I feel like you'd be out on that. So, but that's also good. We don't share. We can get our own. Yeah, that's that's fine. Um, we share enough. McDonald's and Wendy's. It's gonna take forever. Build your dream fast food order. Yeah, we're gonna be our road trip's gonna be really long because we're stopping for each individual's person fries and frozen drink. Um, I got a little creative with my last one, um, and I have to explain it after. So please let me explain once I say it. I put me in a hot tub because I love a good hot tub. But I also am really strange. Like, I don't get in the pool very often. Like, I have a pool. I lay out by the pool. I don't really get in the pool. It's not my thing. Hot tubs, totally fine with. They have to be clean and in a very nice place. But I do really like hot tubs. So, I that was my dip thing that was not food related. I I don't frequent many hot tubs. We don't really have a lot around here. No. People don't just act It's too on. hot here. Paige, did you know I can't swim? <laughs> You're talking about like pools. Like, oh, I don't get in those. I'm like, oh, yeah, Same. I don't either. High five, just, <laughs> what about scary. boats? Do you go on boats? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, seriously? You don't get on boats? I don't fuck with boats. <laughs> I Would you I'll... rather be asked with flying an airplane or getting on a boat? Flying an airplane? I might be able to figure that out. <laughs> Why didn't you learn how to swim? 
You say, don't look at me. Look at my side of the screen. No, so, honestly, like if you want to know why, Matt and I have two older brothers. And how old were you? You were nine or ten. Yeah. And they're like, all right, bud, you got to learn to swim. So they real quick anecdote. We grew up uh, in an area where there were not no pools, pools no, no pools lakes at all. Okay. Nothing. We had like a ditch landlocked. Go ahead. Uh, so when they taught him how to swim, they literally just chucked his ass in the swimming pool and like, oh, didn't figure it out this time. Pull him out by his head and throw him back in. And eventually Matt learned how to swim that same night. They're like, all right, you're next. I was like, uh-uh, that's not happening to me. And I'm really just like, my body doesn't float. I know everybody's like, oh, <laughs> just, you got to do this. But no, it doesn't not work. Okay. Me. No buoyancy. We're gonna get you out to California this summer, <laughs> and and we're gonna put some floaties on you, okay? And we're gonna actually do like the redneck um, floaty, which is where you flip over a life vest and you put your legs through it and sit in it in the lake. That's the best. Um, I grew up going to Lake Tahoe and the Delta here, and I knew how to water ski by the time I was six and snow ski. So I spent a lot of time on water. Um, doesn't mean I'm not terrified of the ocean because it's very deep and scary. And there's lots of things in it. Um, but a pool, come on, like you can learn no less than seven times. Yeah. This one time I almost got it. Then I drowned. All right. Well, our listeners should send in tips of how we can well, teach Mello as an adult, how to swim. What's the safest way and what would be the reward for him learning how to swim? Oh yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. If yeah. you learn to swim, like, you know, well, when Matt did, he just dangled a carrot in front of me. And I was like, <laughs> I gotta get that carrot. Right. It didn't work. Right? <laughs> Tried to grab the carrot. He sank. <laughs> um, speaking of tips for Mello, it is time for Just the Tip. This is where you send in your life questions and dilemmas, and we solve them for you. Yeah, Take not, not very many this week, but I guess we're helping the people out. Like Matt said, you can always send them in, just hashtag it, just the tip, or slide in the DMs. This one's a nice little fun one. My wife and I had a couple over this weekend. We hang out every few months. The dude brings a six pack of beer, but I offer him mine and they drank it together. End of the night, he leaves the whole sixer of craft beer. What's the protocol for beer left at your house? Do you wait a week, two weeks, somehow return the beer or are you okay to just drink? You drink it. You drink it. it. They brought it to your house. Going somewhere else. Nothing is worse than the person that comes to your house with alcohol and takes it with them that is so disrespectful if you bring something to someone's house you leave it there unless it's a dish then you wash out the dish and you take the dish home with you but other than that you do not take it with you especially if it's your crock pot i was intoxicated no if they leave it it's yours it's a house gift at that point and then next time you go to their house you do the same damn thing hey you left some of my house appreciate it just want to return the favor i'm here it. Or walk out with like the sixer and it has two beers left in it. Yeah, why? Like, why are you repackaging it to take two beers with you? I'll give you twelve dollars. Like, what kind of beer is that expensive that you're like, oh, I better. I get once those had. I, I had a Christmas party and it was just adults. And the person I was dating, her like brother-in-law came and he brought like an eighteen pack of like Bud Light or something, which I don't even like. But it was like you know what, that was nice. Um, I'll drink it with him. But instead, my man opens my fridge and starts getting my beer out. So at the end of the night, his 18 pack of Bud Light, he just carries the damn thing out. And I'm like, why did you bring that? Mm-hmm. And I guess it was just like a, an emergency beer situation. But it was like, yeah. yeah. I, I, if you're going to be cheap, like bring cheap beer and drink their beer and just leave the cheap beer, but don't take the cheap beer with you. That's just, that's a double whammy. That's a big, big no no. Yeah, that's weird. But like this guy, awesome. Like this might be someone you want to become better friends with. They brought you craft beer and left it. 
that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's good, dude. Do return the favor. Yes. Next time you go over, you're hanging out at the house. Take bear over. Yep. Also, like, I'm sure, I'm sure women have this experience too, but like, as a man, it's such a nice feeling when a guy comes to your house and you just be like, hey, do you want a beer? Like, oh my God, it makes me feel like such a fucking <laughs> hero. <laughs> I can't be your hero. There you go. I can sing. Baby. Right? Okay. So moving on. Next one. Uh, is it acceptable? This is from it's back. <laughs> oh, so Screen on. Uh, is it acceptable to kiss with your eyes open? This one comes from the very popular television show, The Bachelor, where Bachelor Matt, not our Matt, was caught kissing with his eyes open. This is a clear no, but we got to talk about it. Okay. I didn't, I didn't watch it. So I, is there context that is needed? Like, were they, was it just like, were they deeply into the session and he was hoping to like get a, a connection there with his eyes open or was it just like, boom, we're kissing eyes are open. No, it was like, boom, we're kissing eyes are open. And I was thinking, okay, maybe he's just uncomfortable with the cameras and he's just like peeping to see like where they're at. I, or he just like, wasn't sure what was happening but apparently his um ex-girlfriend from high school like posted on tiktok that he's always done that and so um just to start by saying i have met bachelor matt before um at the bleacher report office and he is so nice and so good looking in person i mean he's good looking on television but he's even more handsome in person and is such a nice person like on the show and everything he is by far the best best bachelor and i'm willing to say that going into the only like two weeks of this now, I guess. Um, but I'm a huge fan of his. But yeah, no, the eyes open thing scared the crap out of me. I was cringing immediately. I saw it immediately. It scared me. If I was making out with a guy and I op- he had his eyes open, if I like accidentally peeked or something, which wouldn't happen, and he had his eyes open, I'd be like, serial killer. I don't know what's happening. Like, this is so scary. I, I was Hopefully, so freaked yeah. out by it. Probably somebody was like, dude, you're trending on but Twitter because you're crazy. It's not live. Though. Oh, that's oh, really important. Oh, but his live. best friend, his best friend, Tyler Cameron, who was on um, Hannah B's oh, season of The Bachelorette, um, he tweeted, it was like, bro, what is this? This cannot be happening. So he's aware of it. And I think it's now funny and he can take the criticism. But yeah, definitely. And I'm sure whoever he chose probably is fine with it. But yeah, that's a no-go for me. That's a hard no. What? Right. But I mean, like, the producers come yeah but they're on but camera like, so she can see like, it now like now i hope it's something that he honestly deals with the whole season it's like oh well can't change it because this happens six yeah weeks. i hope there's more screenshots of him with his eyes open <laughs> right isn't he incredibly tall too like he's like six four six five yeah he's a big dude he's yeah like he's really tall right mm-hmm. eyes open he's tall good looking hmm. nice there yep. we go. Uh, next, on. just the tip question. Is Houston the worst sports city in America right now? I feel like we need buzzers so I could bit. Yes. Yes. We should. We should have little buzzers. I don't I don't know who else it would be. Like the Browns are good, so you can't even be like, well, there's Cleveland. They always are up there. I mean New York. The Jets? Yeah. I was gonna say New York still exists. I mean yeah. the Mets, though, like the Mets look like they're gonna be good. The Knicks were playing well for the Knicks. Yeah, and the I, net creative James Harden, they have some identity issues to yeah. deal with. Um, That's Houston. I guess my question would be: Is this because like Houston just won a World Series recently? Yes, we know they cheated, but but like yes, I feel like team. we've talked about like the recency bias thing. I think this is a recency bias thing. I don't think that Houston's the worst sports place. Like that. That's a when it when the teams are playing well and there's not a lot of controversy going oh, on. Then fine. More like the, 
the controversy surrounding the franchises. Like, is it bad versus Deshaun, the Astros versus trash cans, and then James Harden being traded? No, because I don't. I think those will pass. Like, I, I, I mean, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot. I mean, they have like four pick swaps and four first round picks that they're getting back. They had no picks before because of the Russell Westbrook trade. I don't know what city would like dethrone Houston, though, is my thing. Santa Clara. But I just hate that there's yeah. a football team there. The Bay Area is not great right now. Excuse you. Disagree. Let's move on before you guys round me up and I fight you and hang up right now. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not great. It's not. You don't even thought- have any teams in the bay area anymore okay so um the next question is uh, not <laughs> just the tip and um go ahead and and, and read it below question but what do you guys guys and gal. and gal think about the new morgan wallen album is it okay to like him after the alabama scandal this is album good album is good <laughs> the, especially the first it's a double the first 15 songs are really good second 15 are a little poppy for me um, is it okay to like him? I don't know. Is he douchey? Yes. Is it okay to like him? Yes. That's where I stand. Album's uh, great. I I think here's the thing. There are a lot of people that were breaking COVID protocol, and I understand that he is a public figure and he does have a responsibility to be safe, but I do think he learned from it. Um, having seen how he reacted to it, knowing people that know him and have been working with him to get through kind of that like rough time. Um, also, he had to put out this album because somebody leaked it. Um, so I think there's a lot of stuff that like he's had thrown at him. And I think we need to show some people a little grace because we're all not perfect. Um, but this album is absolutely perfect. I think it's fantastic. I love it. When she says these things, like, is she looking at my side of the screen or is that you know, you two fucked up before. (laughs) (laughs) And my son worships the ground he walks on, by the way, like has a mullet, the whole deal, like absolutely worships it. So album is great. I'm a big fan of the album. Yeah. Like you, like Paige said, like we all mess up. Like his is just like in the limelight. Like there are a bunch of other people doing this. I'm sure like Mac Jones was doing this at Alabama too. And nobody's like, Hey, look at this kid. And I think it's okay to also like, separate the person from their work like i i don't love a lot of these athletes and what they do off the field or court but like damn it watching them play it's pretty fucking awesome and that's the same like musicians like i love the music that he's put out i wouldn't be like hey you want to babysit my kids but (laughs) i love the music yeah and that was already my michael jackson take hate the person love the music Yeah. yeah I think um, you can't really get mad at people like that. And I mean, I, I have met him actually before and he, he was nice to me. So I don't, I don't, oh, I met him at the, before the national championship last year in, in Louisiana. So. Did he think you were a sorority girl? Is that why he was so nice? Uh, no, I was there with a uh, different, the like opening act for him. So he really didn't care that I was there. Oh, okay, cool. Well, guess what? That's our show. It was a little bit of a quickie tonight. But sometimes those are needed and fun. And we are excited. We'll be in Mobile, Alabama in less than two weeks. Uh, actually, we leave 10 days from now. So we're all getting very jacked for the content we're going to bring you from there. Make sure you follow along at Two Guys, a Girl Pod. Thank you again to our phenomenal sponsors, Mid America RV, Boulevard Brewing Company. And don't forget, Two Guys 20 Manscaped promo code. Save 20% off your nut trimmers. 
Off your nut trimmers. I wish we could end on that, but I did want to just say that we are before just the tip I wanted to mention. Um, just the tip is going to be our Friday hashtag. And then the hashtag that we decide on and vote on will be our sports questions that we cover on Sunday. Just so you guys are aware. So smart. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Page fest. That is our show. We'll talk to you guys Monday morning. Don't forget.